Hey, before we jump into the episode, I just wanted to let you know that our course and coaching program called Youth Ministry Growth Accelerator now offers a three-month and six-month payment plan, which makes enrolling easier than ever. Just head over to growyouryouthministry.com and sign up today. And as an added bonus, if you join by Friday, May 17th, we're offering a free student leadership launch workshop, which will help you build and launch your student leadership team from the ground up. I can't wait to see you in the program so we can start accelerating the growth of your youth ministry today. All right, let's get into the episode. If you're looking for a fun and easy way to get students up and mingling, then stick around because today we're talking about four of my favorite get to know each other games. Welcome back to the Ministry Coach Podcast, where we bring you weekly tips and tactics to help you fast track the growth and health of your youth ministry. This podcast is the coach for the coachless in youth ministry. My name is Jeff Lascola. This is... Kristen Lascola. <laughs> Who's a robot. Whoa. If you guys are just joining us for the first time, welcome. We talk all things youth ministry, so make sure you like and subscribe. And if you're listening to a podcast, subscribe there too, and we would love it if you would leave a review. Today's episode is all about get-to-know-each-other games. And if you guys want a PDF of all the instructions for these, please email us at ministrycoachpodcast at gmail.com. So now... Get to know each other games. Yeah, and this is a great time of year to do that because I'm sure just like me, you guys are right on the brink of promotion. You guys have your new, well, maybe I have fifth graders becoming sixth graders. Maybe you have sixth graders becoming seventh graders or eighth graders, whatever it is. You have new students and these are games that while they're not so exciting hype kind of games, they serve the purpose of getting everyone to talk, mingle, get to know each other, get mm-hmm. a few facts about each other, get people feeling comfortable and out of their shell a little bit. So they do serve that purpose and these can be used and adjusted based on your context. So you might want to use them as a big group game, a midweek game, a weekend game, a small group game. And we could kind of talk about how you can adjust it for each one of those contexts. But we're going to talk about four today. And these are all ones that I play and have continued to play. And right off the bat, I guess the disclaimer is these aren't like the most super fun, awesome games ever (laughs) because they're get to know you games. So they kind of are going to serve a different purpose than entertaining, fun, whatever. Not that they're not fun, but I wouldn't put them in my like top fun epic, game. like getting yeah, hit in yeah, the yeah. face with a dodgeball or you know eating That's a raw fun. egg or something. Not fun. <laughs> um, for them, it is. Yeah, I guess makes for some great memories. So these, I guess, just right off the bat, adjust your mindset that they serve a different purpose. So the first one we're going to talk about is one that I like to play on Sunday mornings. We tend to have a smaller group on Sunday rather than on our midweek, we, I don't know why that is. Maybe you guys are the same way. I'd love to hear your comments on that. I don't know why it is. I have a, I have an idea because maybe for why, it is. why it's way more because, fun. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that could be, no, I think for Sundays, youth are going, at least for junior high and sometimes maybe high school too. Sundays, youth are going to where their parents go to church. Mm-hmm. A midweek, I feel like the kind of the kids may have a choice. Students mm. have a choice about like, I want to go here. 
Okay. And so if your midweek program is the one that they are, their friends are going to and they really enjoy going to, then maybe they're more. They'll just be like, hey, drop drawn. me off. Right. And then the parents don't feel. I don't know. I could see that going both ways, though. They could just drop you off. I remember like asking my dad, well, drop if, me off at church. If the parents are going to church. Yeah. I think that would be the swaying factor. Maybe. But then again, some parents go to certain churches because that's of where their, their kids, kids want to go. I so. know. I don't get it. It's That's just historic. We've yeah. always been bigger midweek than we are on the weekend. Anyways, so this game I play on the weekends a lot. It's called I've Never... I didn't make it up. I'm sure you've heard of it. And if so, feel free to skip ahead. So I've never is uh, very basic. All you need really is chairs. And if you don't have chairs, people could stand, I guess. So no, you couldn't. You need chairs. So you make a circle <laughs> of chairs <laughs> and one person stands in the middle and that person says something they've never done. My favorite is for myself because... This is very rare. I say, I've never had a cavity, which is true. I've never had a cavity. I think it has to do with the pH of my saliva. That's for another episode. But I say... (laughs) Gross. Saliva. Is that disgusting? Sorry. I'm a human being. You thought I was a robot in the beginning, but guess what? I'm human. Um, I thought since you're so sweet, you'd have a cavity. (laughs) (laughs) Dad jokes. Yep. I got a lot of them nerd. So I say, I've never had a cavity. Well, everyone who has had a cavity. So if they're the opposite of you, they stand up and they have to find a new seat. And the rule is they can't sit in the seat right next to them. They have to go somewhere across. And the last person without a chair is not, I mean, they're out, they lose, but they're now the person in the middle. So the person who was in the middle immediately tries to grab any of the newly open chairs. Yeah. Okay. And it's really fun. The thing about this game is there's no technical winner. Mm. Sometimes what I'll do because, okay, junior hires, when they play this game, they catch on pretty quick that they want to be in the middle. And so they'll kind of like, oh, I can't can't find find a chair. And they're like shuffling (laughs) their feet. They're like underwater going so slow. Like, oh, oops, now I'm in the middle. But. I'm one step ahead of them now. Took me years. So what I'll do now is I, since there's no clear winner in this game, I'll give a prize to anyone who never got in the middle. Mm, give it an so, incentive. Yeah. So say we play 20 rounds or something like that. I'll say, if you never get caught in the middle, I'll give you a bag of chips now, or candy or something like incentivization that. Incentivization might be a word to lie. <laughs> Uh, I've never done that. I, I don't know. Did. You know, junior hires, they'll find any way to cheat, you know, but hopefully <laughs> you can, you know, sometimes I don't tell them that till the end, mm. but you can, based on how honest your group is, maybe you can decide what to do with that. <laughs> so that's, I've never, if you have a really large group, then this would be a great game to play within your small groups on a midweek. Mm-hmm. So on a Sunday, I can usually fit everybody in there. Okay, so the next game, another classic, but maybe you haven't thought of this as a get-to-know-you game, is Two Truths and a Lie. So one method of doing this, I like to use this game on the first night of our small groups. So when our new students come in and they're just getting acclimated to their new small group, I tell the leaders, hey, spend like a good 15 minutes playing this game in your small group. And then you get to know some fun stuff about each other. Walls are starting to come down. You guys are laughing together, all of that. 
You could also use this as an up in front game. You could call up a few students at a time. So you could have everyone fill out their two truths and a lie, put their name on it and give it to you. And then you can have like five chairs up on the stage and call up, draw the five names, pull those kids up on stage and then have the audience vote on which statement they think is a Mm. lie. So you could say like, Hey, put a one up if you think statement one is a lie or two or three, whatever. And then anyone who like, like have them keep their hands up and then say, Oh, the lie was number three. Anyone who has a three, you guys get a point. So you could play it like that. That's kind of a fun way to get people up on stage and learn stuff about them. Mm -hmm. And then if there's any really interesting fact, you can kind of like, wait, like you got to tell us like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think that kind of makes everybody feel like they're a part of it. And then this is a game that we really like to play midweek. I can't really do this one on a weekend because I don't know about you guys, but my leaders only volunteer on my midweek. So this is called get to know your leaders. And this is a favorite. So think about it. Like all your new students coming in, don't know your staff. So what we do is I come up with about 20 different questions. I ask my leaders, I send it to them in an email and I say, I need your answers in two weeks or something like that. So you have to kind of work ahead of time on this one. Some of the questions are like, did you have a nickname growing up? If so, what was it? Um, then this one's fun. Cause they get all giggly. How old were you when you had your first kiss and stuff like that? Like Jeff mentioned before, we have a whole list of the questions. Um, you can email us and we'll send that out to you. So you give it to your leaders. And then I don't do every single question for every single leader. We would be there for like three hours. But I sift through as they email them back and I kind of pick out the best of their answers. Mm. So then... Funny ones, more interesting ones, things like that. Exactly. And sometimes they won't answer all of them. I say, just give me enough, you know. And then that night, have all the leaders dress up. It just makes it more entertaining. Themed or just whatever. No, just weird. Like they'll just, we have a costume bin. They'll go in there or they'll come in something that they have. Just like... They can go as much or as little as they want. Just a wig or some funny sunglasses. I don't know. Whatever they have around. They all come up on stage, every single leader. So they're sitting in chairs. And then the students have teams. So they the teams can be their small group or it could be like, all right, grab a team of five, you know, however you want to do it. And each team will have a stack of papers that has each leader's name on it. So then me as the MC, I'll read it and I'll say, this person's favorite movie is Mary Poppins because they love (laughs) Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. (laughs) Okay. Then they all hold up their sign and they have to leave them up. And then obviously the one who's the winner, I say, all right, will the leader please stand up? That leader stands up. Everyone who matched the leader gets um, a point for their team. So my leaders in particular love this one. And lately I've just been noticing my leaders want to play the game so bad. So every time we play That's a game. the whole point of being a leader is so you get to play the game. Well, they want to play a leader line. round. Oh, you know? okay. So we were playing a game last week and they were like, leader round, leader round. Because they want to play against each other, <laughs> not necessarily against the kids. And so finding any opportunity for your leaders 
A, to shine, like right. platforming them and playing the games. I just think that's just a fun twist, you know, so the get to know your leaders night. And then our fourth get to know you game is human bingo. So this one, you can just play on a regular weekday or, uh, or midweek service or weekend service, or you can theme it for a specific event or holiday. Mm. So basically you just, you can create this easy. You can go get a template or just like make a word document, but you really just need like a piece of paper. That's like a bingo card, nine, 12 squares, whatever you want to do, you could do even more. And in each one of those, you do something you write a question that people have to go and mingle and ask. So find someone who has the same number of siblings as you. I feel like they play this game at like baby showers or bridal showers sometimes. But the first time I ever played it was at youth group when I started (laughs) volunteering. I'm like, oh, that's super fun because you have to go talk to people, obviously, is the point. So find someone with the same month birthday as you. You could go online and find, I'm sure, just a print ready version ready to go. But what I like to do is add stuff in that specific to our ministry. So find someone who's going to summer camp or find someone who was on the winning team for our promotion event. So the other thing you can do is theme it for a holiday, you know, find someone going out of town for Christmas or find someone who wants the same thing as you. I don't know, like who wants AirPods? What is that on their list? Mm -hmm. Something like that. So when you get bingo, obviously, you know, you yell bingo and then you can have the student read off the names and then they get a prize. So the point is, it's just mingling again. That's not like, whoa, action packed or anything like that. But I think the point is to get your t- your group as comfortable as possible talking to each other, mm-hmm. maybe getting to know some names, kind of identifying who's who, and yeah, they do the job. Because they'd have to write in the square the name of the person that they had it in. Yeah, or they similar. can have that person sign, sign theirs. Yeah. Okay, so they kind of know who it is. Then. Exactly. Yeah, so that's four. All right. Or easy peasy. I've said easy peasy like four times today. And really? it bothers me. Stop saying it then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, all right, you guys. We are going to do our weekly giveaway drawing. We're, this is week five of seven. But before that, we're going to do our question of the day, which is, what is a movie that you were actually surprised you liked? I was shocked that I liked The Godfather. I loved it. First one, second one, all of them? All of them. Okay. I was fascinated by the character character (laughs) (laughs) of Michael Corleone. Corleone. I just thought, I didn't know that was Al Pacino. What? I mean, I I guess I did. Yeah, it doesn't look like him, but... I just thought that character, like he just like drew me in and Robert De Niro. It was just like, whoa. And I, it was violent. Yes. But I really liked the story and I always thought it was just kind of like not for me kind of movie. And I loved it. And it made me really hungry. I know. You want to eat Italian food the whole time. (laughs) I loved it though. I'd watch it again. Mine would be Sixth Sense. Mm. And it was a a movie that I think the reason why is because I had no idea what it was about. Mm-hmm. And so I went into it completely just like no, no information on it whatsoever. Some friends said, Oh, it's really good. You need to watch it. So I did. And so I was like totally taken aback, like 
with the Don't ending. Don't spoil it. Yeah, exactly. Maybe there's some people out there that still have not seen it. I think because I had just zero clue what it was about, yeah. I was able to just take it all in for like what it was. But yeah, it's a really good movie. It was. I liked that. I just too. didn't think it was going into. It was like six cents. Like what is this? I thought it was just some like. And you don't like child drama. actors. Oh, I can't stand child. And actors. it was like mostly a child actor. He was good in that movie though. He was. He was. He was. So. All right. In the comments below, tell us what a movie is that you were surprised that you actually liked. But now it is time for our weekly giveaway. This is the week five of seven. And the winner for this week is Mr. Thomas Clay. Thomas Clay. Good job, Thomas. Thank you so much for participating in our free giveaway. We'll be sending you an email, getting your shirt size and all that stuff. But for those of you who haven't won, you still have a chance because we have two more weeks and then finally our grand prize winner, which we get, we'll get $125 worth of goodies. You guys can go back to episode number 50, which is Upfront Games, and check out all the details about this giveaway. Uh, but we appreciate all of you who have participated and sent in. We've gotten reviews. And if you do a review, you get 25 extra entries. And if you do a comment on the Upfront Games video, you'll get five extra entries. Did Thomas Clay do a review? He did not. But it's <gasps> not too late, Thomas. You can still do it. Wow. Yeah. He, he just do, got lucky. He got a comment. Because the other and, two winners did. Yes. We were two in a row that had done that. Okay. Best way, I'm telling you, 25 extra entries. But anyways. Thomas um, Clay beat the system. He did. <laughs> <laughs> So make sure you guys get your entry in before it's too late. We thank you so much for watching and listening, and we and we'll will see, see you next time. time.